Cheers for listening. Uh, hang in there. I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Welcome to a suitably apocalyptic edition of the veritable book of revelations that is the spoil well. Uh, it's been a while, uh, I'd like to start off with an apology. In the last episode, aside from not really doing justice to the works discussed, I confused plot with story. In a rambling tangent about the bad writing in the film War Dogs, I said plot when I meant story. Uh, I can only apologise, I was tired. In the heat of the moment we all say things we don't mean. I know that's no excuse, especially for a, a podcast that concerns itself with matters of narrative, as this one does. Um, it won't happen again. Uh, in all seriousness, though, that, that last episode was really bloody rough, and uh, I, you know, it goes to show that these things are better when a bit of thought has gone into them. Um, I think people do expect a baseline of effort, even these short amateur podcasts. So... Yes, it, like I said, it's been a very long time since the last episode. Uh, a lot of real-world factors came up, and I, I just didn't have any time to spend on this thing. Uh, I think in the last one I did say that the uh, the next episode would be about the new Blair Witch. Um, that was because I was seeing a preview, and you know I like to spoil films before they're out. Um, several months later, it isn't quite the scoop, so uh, if any of you are desperate to hear the end of the new Blair Witch, uh, you are... Uh, can feel free to write in uh, spoilwell at gmail.com otherwise I probably won't bother uh, so it, yeah it has been a while lots of stuff has happened while we've been down much of it awful uh, I have a lot of friends and family who are very afraid and uh, uh, worried by the the dismal turn that the world continues to take um, what's going to happen where are we going? Fucked if I know, basically. Uh, but hold on, because uh, I do know what happens at the end of various works of narrative fiction. Um, so let's press on. And the thing I'm going to spoil this episode is one that I trailed way back in episode one, and uh, one that my friend Maddie has requested since. It's the 1990s puppet sitcom Dinosaurs. Um, for those who don't remember, this was a Jim Henson puppet show about a blue-collar nuclear family of dinosaurs. Um, there's a, a patriarch, Earl, who's kind of a, a well-meaning dummy in the, in the sort of Homer Simpson mould. There's a long-suffering wife, Fran. There's uh, the bratty teenage kids. Uh, I think his son's called maybe Donnie, and there's a girl one as well. Um... If it's remembered at all, it's probably for the wacky baby character who uh, used to squeal the, the, the catchphrase, Not the mama, uh, if you remember that. And for the last episode in which everybody dies. And um, I mean everybody dies. And so not just all the characters that you've come to know over the four seasons, but everyone in that society and in fact everyone on Earth dies what happens is that as a result of corporate irresponsibility on the part of earl's company and uh, 
more specifically as a direct result of Earl's own actions, there's this global environmental catastrophe and all the plants die. And in trying to solve this problem, the dinosaurs exacerbate things by setting off a load of bombs in volcanoes, which causes a nuclear winter, which leads to the end of life on Earth. Uh, and we fade out on the family freezing to death. And then just before the credits, we see a somber newscaster giving a rather gloomy long range forecast. Um, now, this is justifiably famous for being quite a bonkers ending. Um, it doesn't quite come from nowhere. If you uh, looking back on the series, there was a theme of sort of political social commentary running through it that I didn't remember. I, I remembered it as a kind of a, a second tier Simpsons knockoff. It was even uh, parodies as such on The Simpsons. Um, and there are a lot of throwaway gags that rely on the, the uh, dramatic irony that arises from our knowledge of the dinosaurs' eventual fate. Uh, but as an abstract concept, I don't think there's anything in the previous episodes that would lead you to believe that you would actually see the, the concrete reality of this. Not, not to overstate the case, but you know, even The Simpsons in its in its prime didn't have Homer bringing about nuclear Armageddon and then ending up like shivering in the fallout shelter, apologising to the baby. And it, it, seriously, if you the, the final scene of Dinosaurs is on YouTube and just go and check it out. It is a bummer. And to be clear, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that zany puppet sitcoms necessarily should have heavy emo endings like this. I think this, uh, this episode's fame comes partly from its audacity, but, but also partly from the, the, the gaucherie of its swerve into this kind of dewy-eyed moralism. Um, what this, uh, to take a, a swerve of my own now, what this sort of thing always reminds me of is the TV show uh, Mortal Kombat Conquest, uh, which my brother and I were obsessed with watching back in the late 90s. It was on uh, either Channel 4 or Channel 5 here in the UK. It was on at like 2 in the morning. Uh, it was a spin-off of the, the violent uh, fighting video game Mortal Kombat. And it was a kind of uh, medieval fantasy martial arts series. And it was atrocious. Um, so like cheap sets, hokey plot lines, wooden acting, terrible dialogue, really bad, I mean really bad martial arts sequences. Uh, friends, it was essential viewing. Uh, I was looking it up to kind of remind myself of some of the details. And um, I saw that there's a, there's a Mortal Kombat fan wiki, because of, of course there is. And uh, the entry on Mortal Kombat Conquest contains this amazing factoid. Due to budget constraints, the costuming department was unable to afford any bras for the female cast members. That should kind of tell you everything you need to know about this show. So this is another bit of fluff that takes a completely ridiculous dive into grim dystopia in its final moments. Um, very briefly, uh, the plot revolved around three protagonists brought together by this thunder god Raiden to go up against an evil sorcerer. In the last episode, they fail. And they fail so decisively that not only are the characters killed, but the Thunder God is banished to CGI hell to be tortured for all eternity, which incidentally is the same amount of time that the evil sorcerer will now hold dominion over the earth. The war is over, the good guy is lost. Now, I enjoy a good downer ending as much as anyone else, and in theory there's no good reason why you, you can't pull a Chinatown in a, a genre that, that, that more often would sort of demand that good triumph over evil. Um, 
in this case it's obviously it's very cheap but uh believe me it's a, a cheap show uh and this this only added to my enjoyment of it um what i assumed back in the 90s and what i kind of always assume when something like this kind of happens in a show was that the the series was cancelled while still in production and so the the writers decided to kill everyone off in such a nasty way, basically out of spite, uh, out of anger at not being renewed. Um, reading up about it for, for this thing, uh, it looks like maybe they were, in fact, optimistic about the series being renewed. And this was kind of an extreme cliffhanger that would be resolved somehow in the in the second series. I don't know. Burning the whole fucking thing down to make a point as a temper tantrum or out of a sense that it probably doesn't matter anyway as it'll all work out somehow. I think it's a subject we may have to return to in 2017. Um, cheers for listening. Uh, hang in there. I will talk to you again soon. Bye.